What's going on, everybody? Since the Sandbox is back again, NFL schedules are out. And me and Steve are here to let you guys know what we think is going to happen in the AFC North today. Yeah, Lou, it's just getting closer to football time, getting everybody excited, everybody anxious. You know, we're all talking about records. But instead of just talking about our favorite team's records, we're just going to break down through the divisions. Uh, so week by week, we're going to give you guys both the AFC and the NFC. This week, we're going to start off with the North. And Lou, with the first team, I have the Ravens. So the overall record I have for them is 13-3. and three. I think they're going to be a powerhouse in the AFC. So just going through the record, week one, they have the Browns. Week two, they have the Texans. I think those are both easy wins. I'm not sure how competitive the Texans are going to be this year. I really think like early on, I don't have them winning too many games. Week three gets interesting versus the Chiefs, Lou. I mocked that up for a loss. And that's a home game for the Ravens. I didn't really look at the Chiefs schedule too much to this point. But, you know, I just think that's going to be a, a pivotal game in the AFC. And coming off a of Super Bowl, I think they're going to make sure that they win that game. Going to the Redskins at week four, I think that's a dub. Bengals week five, that's a dub. Philly, I think this is an interesting game because going to Philly, Lou, I think that's where it gets like tough, you know, for all teams, not just the Ravens here. And who knows how good they're going to be. Like, they could be the top dog in the NFC East. Or, you know, they could slide to the bottom of the pack and we could see, you know, a lot of these teams with these new coaches kind of take ownership. Definitely agree on that. That is actually, I'll tell you what my first loss on the schedule is uh, in a couple minutes, but I have Philly as a loss for them, Steve. Like you're saying, dude, that, that's definitely going to be a pivotal game for them. Going to the next game, that's the Steelers. And I think that's a tough game. Always in the division is going to be close, regardless of who it is. But I have them getting a dub. Lou, uh, after the bye week, I think they're going to give the Colts a loss there. So I think the Ravens win. Yeah, I chalked that one up already. Going to the Patriots, they're not playing against Tom Brady, you know. So I don't think that they should be scared to go in there and play Jared Stidham. That's a primetime game, so going to be interesting to watch. But I definitely think that's a dub for the Ravens. Going to the Titans, I think this is going to be an attitude game. You know, this is the team that knocked the Ravens out of the playoffs when they were just coming off of their fresh bye thinking that they were going to be, you know, healthy and ready to make a Super Bowl push. I have them getting a win there. And then this is where it starts to get interesting again because out of the next three games, I have them losing two. And they're both division games. Week 12 at the Steelers and week 14 at the Browns, I have them both losing those games. And those are all primetime games. But all three of these games, Lou, are primetime. So even the game in between them is uh, versus the Dallas Cowboys. I have the Ravens winning that one. I think that's a definitely a tough stretch, a game for them. But after that, it lightens up. They got the, the Jaguars, the Giants, and the Bengals, and I, I think they'll win all those games. Yeah, Steve, so we, we have the exact same uh, layout for that schedule, but I have them losing week one to Cleveland as opposed to in Cleveland later in the season. I just think that Cleveland had their number last year, and that just is what it is. You know, I think that was Cleveland beat them twice, if I'm not correct. I know they beat them early in the season. But yeah, nevertheless, I think that's a. I think they lose the first game, uh, Baltimore, and then after that, uh, like you said, the Philly loss, and then at Pittsburgh is a tough game. But this is a good schedule, man. I think they have one of the better schedules out of the top tier teams. You know what I mean? I think I think New England's schedule is a lot harder than theirs based on where they have to go and when. You know, yeah, exactly, Steve, exactly when. Like, one of their toughest games of the season, like you said, would be the Colts off a of bye in Indy. But like you said, off a of bye, that's huge. Harbaugh is great off a of bye. So, like I said, I chalked that one up. On to Cleveland, Steve. I just told you I had them winning the first game of the year versus the Ravens. And I have them winning the next two. I have them beating Cincinnati and beating Washington. 
but I have them losing at Dallas, Steve. That fourth week, I have them losing to Dallas as well. The only difference, like I said, is I have the Ravens winning week one. So right now, that starts the Browns off at two and two. And after four weeks, I don't think that's a bad start for them. I think, you know, that that gives them good mindset going forward. If they can just take it kind of a month at a time, four games at a time, like or even break it down to less than that, I think that's going to be the big thing with the Browns. And with seven teams getting in the playoffs, I think that's going to be especially important for teams in this division, you know, where teams like Pittsburgh and the Browns both have competitive rosters, but the Ravens are as dominant as they are. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And then, Steve, we're, um, we're going to see the same thing we saw from the Browns last season. It's going to come in waves. So I have been losing four straight, Steve, starting with Dallas, losing at Dallas, home versus Indy, at Pittsburgh, and then at the Bengals. I think they lose that one bad game, and then I think they bounce back versus the Vegas Raiders, and then they jump into a bye. That's definitely a good schedule breakdown. I do have it a little different, but I'm, I'm going to save it for my turn. So I have them losing to Houston at home. Then next week in Philly, I have that as a W. I mean, at, uh, at home versus Philly, a W. They beat Jacksonville away, beat Tennessee away. I believe they lose to Baltimore in Cleveland. They beat the Giants, they beat the Jets, and then they get a nice L at the end of the season, home versus Pittsburgh. And that'll, again, Steve, will be a very interesting game to watch now with all the animosity. And now Pittsburgh's competitive, you know? Now it's not just that beef, like with, with Miles Garrett and Mason Rudolph. Now they're actually two well-built teams. Lou, as long as Big Ben stays healthy for Pittsburgh, they're going to be a contender with that team. Like, I think that defense already has a roster to be, you know, a, a top 10 roster in itself. I know a lot of those guys on there aren't big name players, but they play solid for their position. And like I continue to say, they always rally around Tomlin. Like I said, two and two after week four with the Browns. Week five, Lou, I do have the Browns winning that game versus the Colts, but I don't think that's going to be an easy game. Like I said, we didn't go through the Colts schedule just yet. But I have them winning a couple of games early, so I think that this could be a game where they slip up. I think Rivers will have a good start for them. Going to week six, I do have them losing to the Steelers in Pittsburgh. That's a tough game. But after that, I have them bouncing back with a win versus the Bengals, a win versus the Raiders, a win versus the Texans, and then losing versus the Eagles in week 11. I think that's definitely going to be tough, but that stretch of Raiders, Texans, and Eagles is going to show whether the Browns are legit playoff team or, you know, still mediocre, you know, franchise looking to continue to build. And that's going to be, you know, right around the trade deadline, maybe a little after it. So I feel like at that point in the season, we'll be able to assume what they'll be for the rest of the year. After week 11, they lost with the Eagles. I have them winning versus the Jaguars and then losing with the Titans, Ravens and Giants. So I saw me and you kind of swapped with the Colts and the Giants. So we still kind of had that game impact there. But then I have them winning versus the Jets and versus the Steelers. I think the Browns will get in the playoffs with that Week 17 win. Wow. And like we said, Steve, that's going to be ultra, ultra competitive, dude. I, and I have them finishing 9-7. and seven. I, I do have, that's, I'm pretty sure what your tallies too as well. 9-7, and seven, yes. For the first team where me and Steve have a difference of opinion on the total record, the Steelers. So, unfortunately, I have them beating the Giants Week 1. And then I have them going on a little winning streak to start, Steve. I like them versus Denver, versus Houston, then versus Tennessee as well, even though that's on the road, Steve. But I think their first loss comes week five at Philly. I think that's, I think that's a good mark. I think Philly's going to throw a wrench into a lot of teams this season. Lou, I think Philly has the potential to be one of those top teams again if all the weapons around Wentz really seem to develop with him. You know, I think he's taken the strides. I think Miles Sanders definitely took some strides last year. 
But now it's just a matter of that receiving room really trying to prove what they are to us. But I have the Steelers beating the Giants week one and going on a three-game winning streak versus those Broncos and Texans. But I do have their first loss coming at the Titans. If that was a home game for the Steelers, I definitely think it would go in their direction. But because they have to go to Tennessee, I think that's where the problem really comes in. Um, And then next week versus the Eagles, yeah, that's a home game. But I also think that's just a tough game. So I have them losing that one as well. Lou, I got them winning week six versus the Browns. Me too. But after that, uh, I'll, I'll let you hop in with yours. Yeah, and it's funny because the difference that we've had so far through this whole thing is I think Tennessee is the biggest drop-off this season. I really do. I have Tennessee as not a rollover team, but they're going to be a team that if they're not ahead, they're going to lose a game. You know what I mean? I think they're going to try the old run the ball 50 times a game, pass it 12 times, and see how it goes. And I'm not playing that this season. Well, I don't think they're going to be an exciting team, but I just think they're going to be like a team like the Broncos. That's going to be competitive, like a middle of the pack team, but like Definitely. they'll play a good team. Good. You know what I'm saying? And they'll put, they'll like go down to the competition of a poor team, you know? Yes. I, I completely agree with that. 1000%. But for the second loss of the season uh, in Pittsburgh, I have them losing at Baltimore and the thank goodness they have a bye. Uh, but I don't really think that matters. I think they're going to Dallas and they will get beat. I think it's really tough to go into Dallas, especially as a team that I don't know if is as complete as Dallas. You know what I mean? Like uh, Dallas has a really good roster. So we'll obviously we'll do the NFC East breakdown and that should be really fun. But I have them losing that game, beating Cincinnati, and then going on a winning streak at Jacksonville, beating Baltimore, beating Washington. And then they finally get beat at the Bills. I think that's going to be a really tough game. It's going to be really cold by the time in the season that it happens. And then I I think Josh Allen is the the new and improved Big Ben in a way. So I think they'll take that win. I think they'll lose to Cincinnati. I think they'll beat us in the Colts, unfortunately. And then I have them beating Cleveland as well. But um, that Colts game, I I, I feel confident in us going on the road versus Pittsburgh. But I I think they'll they'll be hot to end the season. So I have them finishing at a whopping 12-4. and I think Pittsburgh has the roster, you know, to really have the potential to get there. It just, I think with the 12-4 and record in the NFC North, that would probably win the division. I think the Ravens probably just even based on the schedule and, and what the rosters look like on paper right now have the better chance of doing that. But at week six, I have the Steelers at four and two and coming into uh, seven by week eight and then week nine, I have them getting two losses in a row. So now after week nine, we're definitely in some trouble waters. We're, we're 500 going week 10 on in the season. But I have them winning four straight versus the Bengals, versus the Jaguars, versus the Ravens, versus the Redskins. I think we both had that same stretch of games there. And then losing to Buffalo in week 14, I think going up to Buffalo the week before Christmas in a primetime game, man, that's going to be a cold game. And that's going to really show, like, that's what the Steelers were for for the past, you know, decade or so. You didn't want to go to Pittsburgh and play in, like, a cold game or in bad conditions because that's Big Ben's element, you know? Now Josh Allen's all about that. So I think that's playing right to the nature there. But going to weeks 15 and 16, Lou, I have it just like you. Two wins there. Sorry versus the Colts. I think that that's another tough game, though. I I don't think the Colts, Lou, are going to be a team, even if they lose, that's going to get blown out. So what one? It'll be like last season, I feel like. You know, it'll be a close, close game. 
outside the, of New Orleans. I also think that they'll have some times to dupe down to some bad teams too, especially with Philip Rivers at the helm now. But I think that that'll all work out. But we'll get there. At week 17, I have the Steelers losing to the Browns, like I said, on the Browns schedule. So that would have the Steelers at 10-6 and six for me. And yeah, that's a probably the top wildcard team right there if I have the Ravens uh, having that high of a record in the, in the AFC. After having the Steelers at 10-6, and six, Lou, going to the Bengals, I have them going in at 3-13. and 13. I definitely think that they have some foundational pieces to potentially be good for the future, and I, I think Burrow's the right direction. You know, Jonah Williams at tackle, Joe Mixon, all those young receivers. Lou, I know you're a big Tyler Boyd guy. They're just going to get a couple more defensive studs, but I, I just don't think that this is the year where it's going to carry over for them. So week one versus the Chargers, that's a loss. And then I have them losing three straight, so losing at the Browns, losing at the Eagles. But I do have them getting a win uh, versus the Jaguars. That's a home game, and I don't think the Jaguars are going to be too great this year. I think they're going to realize after dealt all their players and got all those picks, it's going to take a couple years to build a more competitive team. And then, Lou, I have them going on a nine-game losing streak. They don't win another game, Lou, until week 15. So that means they lost to the Ravens, the Colts, the Browns, the Titans, the Steelers, the Redskins, the Giants, the Dolphins, the Cowboys. So that's a tough stretch for them, and I don't think the schedule favors them in any way. I have them getting two games at the end of the season. You know, some teams just kind of get catch stride after just repetitively doing it. So I have them beating the Steelers in, in a division game. I have the Titans losing to the Bengals as well at, at the end of the season, but then the Bengals losing to the Ravens in Week 17. Wow, so ours is ours is very close. Um, I have them five and eleven. I think they do win a couple more games than we are giving them a little credit for. I think I see if I have the Jacksonville win, I have them beating Cleveland and Tennessee back to back. So I get that little they got something going. And then it goes right away after the bye week. And then they beat Washington in Washington. I'm not sold on that one, Steve, completely. Just because Washington could surprise us. I don't think they will. When we get to that that uh, schedule breakdown. Will embarrass the Redskins enough, um, <laughs> and then I think they. I think the only rest, the win they get the rest of the way uh, is Miami. I think they might beat Miami, and then it's all losses from Dallas to Pittsburgh to Houston to the Ravens. I think that's just a um, going to be a cleanup, yeah. if you will. Very nice cleanup where my guy Tyler Boyd fakes an injury, he sits out. Hope not, because I'll probably have him in fantasy, but we shall see. Yeah, but that wraps things up for the for the AFC North. Uh, Ravens going in at thirteen and three for me. Bengals three and thirteen. Steelers ten and six, and the Browns nine and seven. Lou, that's going to be one of the competitive divisions in this league. And you definitely had had a lot of good picks too. Why don't you say your final records? So my final records, I have the Ravens at thirteen and three, the Browns at nine and seven, the Steelers at twelve and four, and then I have the Bengals at five and eleven. And also, guys, do not forget to check out since the sandbox.net. Tons of articles. Too much content, guys. 